Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. This is Jay here. Just a couple quick things for you guys. Um, we have started our Patreon campaign, so if you feel so moved, um, the link is below in the show notes to, to contribute to this wonderful, uh, crazy fucking podcast. Um, also, uh, make sure to email us. We love hearing from you guys. You, our email is below too, as well as our social media handles. So uh, make sure to follow us for all the newest updates. We're going to try to start doing some uh, interesting and new things. So stay tuned and hope you love Dirty Mike Part Do. Popular request. Once again, we're here with our friend Deer Tay. Dirty Dirt Mike. Mugger. Dirt Mugger. What's up, Dirty? How's it going, What's man? What's up, man? Now we got a request last time that you, that you you didn't speak loud enough, so we're gonna we're gonna fix that this time, right? We're gonna use our big boy voices. I'll try. That was not trying. Let's try that again. I'll try. There we go. <laughs> okay, so. I was reminded of a story. So me, me and Dirt, long ago, we lived in an Oxford house together, right? That's a sober living house. What year are we talking about? 2007? Yeah, 2007. Okay. Oh, that's a long time ago. 10 years post, ago. Post rehab. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had just gotten out of uh, a 10-month rehab, St. Chris. And uh, I was already... I think I, he had been in the Oxford house. I had relapsed, and so I had to go back to Oxford or something like that. Yeah, you had, you went back to treatment for a little bit, and then, yeah. Yeah, I had to go back <laughs> go back on vacation to treatment. So, <laughs> um, so I'm sitting around, and our house... <laughs> well, not really a house leader, but the, the guy that... Had, the oldest guy in the house... Um, this cantankerous gay fella from New, or- New Orleans, right? This old guy came home and he was like what the fuck and we we're like oh what happened and he just comes and runs out of the bathroom and he goes house meeting house meeting right fucking now and we we're like dude what the <laughs> fuck happened and he just sits down on the couch and goes whose shitty drawers is that hanging on the <laughs> fucking shower and we were like what are you talking about dude and he came out with a pair of shitty boxers just hung <laughs> on the shower rod, okay? So, oh, that's, that's the story awesome. from my point of view. Dirty, I'll give you a chance to clear your name on what happened <laughs> that fateful day with the poo boxers. This is when, this is what reinforced his name as Dirty, by the way. Well, that particular individual that you're talking about <laughs> is a dear friend of mine he's a dear friend of mine as well but he's also an asshole oh yeah oh this is also how that uh, my side of the story this is also how that fucking meeting went down so this dude lays into mike is just like you are you're dirty blah 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 just like berates him for about five minutes and he's oh, done it felt longer than that. oh dude and so dirty just goes first of all if you were any other man, 
I'd have done kicked your fucking teeth in the back of your head. And we were all just like, holy shit. And I mean, it was like one of those, like, you could tell, like, it was like, that was like a, like, a real deal Holyfield Seriously. threat. Yeah. And Ryan PQ was there. He was all like, nope, nobody's Nobody? kicking anybody's yeah. teeth. <laughs> we, we went in like, yeah, dude, it, it, it got zero to hundred real quick. But okay, tell your side. Well, yeah, so, all right. First off, it was a bit exaggerated. I had left some slightly <laughs> shitty boxers in the bat shower. I forgot them. But see, I, they were not, they had kind of been washed because I I took, yeah, anyway, I, I took a lot of that off in the shower. So my, I had been at work. and uh, My wife is dying on the couch. <laughs> we, were, we were just getting off of work. And we were like loading some of the last things out of the out of the work truck, and my uh, my boss he's standing in the back of the truck, and I'm handing him stuff, and I went to go grab something else, and uh, I sneezed like really hard. Now I, I've been, <laughs> I had been kind of like having diarrhea issues this last couple hours of the day, and I knew that this was a possibility, <laughs> but I sneezed so hard that I. <laughs> I saw, like, float... Like, I thought I was going to pass out. It was one of those. Like, I saw floaters and shit. And, like, I, I was, like, dizzy for a second. And, like... But, uh, of course, simultaneously, I realized that, like, there's something running down my leg. And I'm like... I'm like, oh, man. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, God. But I, I guess I had that look on my face. And uh, my boss goes are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm definitely not okay. And I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm leaving now. I'll see you in the morning. And, uh, I like did a Roman chair all the way home. Like I'd never really set my ass on my seat kind of thing. What's a Roman chair? Like my ass hovered. Like I wasn't, like, is that what it's called? I, I, I don't know. I had my back pressed against the back of the seat, but like didn't have my butt touching the seat. Because, oh like, yeah, it was bad. And I uh, hauled ass back home, not that far away. But as soon as I got in the door, I didn't go to all the way to the back of the house for my shower. I needed the, the closest one, which was at the door. Yeah. Which was part of my mistake because, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was where it was going <laughs> to. And then I just forgot them there. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Man, I, I, I feel like he overreacted a bit. But yeah, he did overreact cool. a bit. That was when we were in the fine war and like. Uh, yeah, and then like after that day, I like went around like. Yeah, anything he left on the on anywhere, like a fork, Mike would stick like a post it note on it and said like $5 fine. Oh, yeah, dude. $20 fine. Yeah, it, it got so like. Getcha gotcha so quick. We had another meeting about that. Yes, we did. Pretty soon after. Oh, in that meeting, I was high on <laughs> DXM when they called it. It was a surprise meeting. So it was like, oh, God. It was like 11 at night. And so I would just like, you know, I would super dose on cough medicine and then just go like, I w knew mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to see anyone. I'm just in my Trip. room tripping. And so it's like yeah. 1130 and fucking Ryan busts in the door and he goes, emergency house meeting. And I'm like, Oh God, no. yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh God, no, oh God, no, and I just sat through that whole meeting, just like, do they know I'm tripping? They know I'm tripping. Do they know I'm tripping? No, they don't know you're tripping. Be cool, Jed. 
I just don't remember what happened, but I was seriously trying to play off, tripping my nuts off. Well, it sucked for both of us. Then. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Lord. That dude and Poetic Justice, well, or whatever you want to call it, that dude ended up being my counselor uh, at rehab this time around. Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Full, That's incredible. Full circle, man. It all goes full circle. Yeah. Shit's cray. Well, Dirty, last time you were on, uh, you told – I asked you about seminary. And then we told a story about getting smited by God's wrath and heartburn. Oh, and yeah, that's where, yeah. And that's where we had to leave off. Yeah, so not long after that, you know, of course, it, it, it got worse, uh, you know, back doing a lot of the other – drugs and stuff and it just you know congregation go back and listen to dirty mike part one to get caught up you will not regret it yeah so you know it's just that almost instantly i mean well it wasn't long you know what i mean after that though like like it didn't stop me you know even though i knew i had a real good idea anyway that that like it was chastening from the lord and all this and like i don't know i'd already started the ball rolling and it just kept rolling until, uh, anyway, I had gone to visit the, the people that I'd actually gone to the church with when I'd had that spiritual experience and, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I, I, I used to get high with the brother and the sister and, uh, but they were all like getting into church and, uh, like cleaning up and stuff and they were all doing really good and and i wanted that they i wanted what they had but i couldn't i just couldn't leave the shit alone you know yeah and uh anyway i had gone to visit just to hang out and of course i'm sneaking into the bathroom to get high and uh they they kind of know well they don't kind of know they they know what's going they know they know and for some reason, you know, I guess they just uh, tolerated it and sort of. I did. There was definitely some friction uh, being created, <clears throat> but um, so that weekend was over and uh, it was time for me to go home. And I called my mom, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, so uh, you know, when are you gonna come pick me up?" She's like, "Well, um, I'm not." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "I was like, well." Uh, you gonna send my brother to pick me up? And she was like, "No, he's not coming to pick you up either." And I'm like, "Oh, so a greyhound then?" Yeah, I'm like, "So who the fuck's gonna come get me?" And she's like, <laughs> "Mom, Uber hasn't been invented yet. How am I, how am I gonna get home?" <laughs> and she's like, "Um, you you're not you can't come home." And I'm like, well, "What what do you mean I can't come home? You know that's." Just, uh, it's crazy. And she's like, um, I, you know, she's kind of crying, but, you know, being tough at the same time, kind of. Uh, anyway, she's like, uh, I'm not going to watch you kill yourself anymore. Mm. And um, mm. she said, I'm just, it's not going to happen under my roof. And um, uh, maybe I was like, well, where am I going to live? And she's like, I, I, I don't know. Not here. And, um, damn, I, I told them, I told them about it 
and uh, they extended an offer. They were like, "Well, you can stay here, but you gotta you gotta leave the shit alone." You know, that's not yeah. verbatim, but they just you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, cause they're very Pentecostal and stuff, having Bible studies at the house and going to church three times, four times a week and stuff, and like, I mean, all in, you know. And um, which I saw a lot of power and I saw a lot of change going on, and uh, uh some other friends of mine too that were that had been going to church with them, they were like, just so you know, something's there, something's going on, and I kind of wanted some of it you know I, I really did but i just anyways uh so i told them you know like i don't know i don't know if i could do that i was like they were like well um why don't you give it a try and you know uh see what happens you know like uh i mean you could i mean if if you don't want to you know get on board you can always leave. go back, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I really ain't got nowhere to go. And, like, at the time, there was a lot of crazier and crazier stuff going on with friends of mine. And, sure. um, uh, you know, just people dying and, uh, in various ways and, and um, yep. going to jail for long stints of time for doing pretty dumb stuff and uh and a lot of a lot of these people were people that like hey you know any other day i could have been there when they were doing it you know yep. doing these things or whatever and i don't know i mean there was a lot of writing on the wall that told me you know hey you better take this opportunity and um so i i stayed and I uh, I continued to use on the slick for a while, for a good few months, and you know like people would drop by and like people knew what was going on with me and everything, and people would drop by and bring me drugs and you know I was still getting stuff. And oh, man, <clears throat> I know what story I want to get to. I just thought of it, the fucking pharmacy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so fast forward, I get my shit straight, and I end up going to, like, uh, well, we'd have this big come to Jesus because they'd found a quarter pound of marijuana. In their house? (laughs) (laughs) Not in the house. It was in the wood pile outside. Oh, okay. Even better. Was that your logic? Like, I don't want to put it in their house? Some 40s and some pills I had hidden in a, a a hollow of a tree. (laughs) <laughs> so, it's like fucking Robin Hood. Yeah. No, that's just like a straight Texas drug thing to do. Like, where's your stash? In, in the tree holler. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they set us down, and it's me and this other dude that they had let move in, and uh, we get called into a house meet house meeting. Was he a derelict too? Yeah. And, They're taking uh, in all the straight. That's a good huh? family. They are. They're good people. Um, and we walk in, and there's this weed sitting on the table, and they're like, uh, so um, here's here's the deal. This is over. Like, 
if y'all like you either straighten up or you got to go like and they asked us like are are you seriously willing to like to do this and i was like yeah I, you know i'm done but my but my buddy there he was like uh He's like, I'm just being honest with you, you know. Anyway, he ended up packing his shit and leaving because uh, he just he knew he wasn't going to be able to. Right. Anyways, uh, so yeah, time goes on. I end up they end up getting me into this school, and uh, like a private Pentecostal based school. They paid for it. Uh, or was like church paid for it? Or yeah. F- scholarship. I, I or spo- yeah, yeah, I was okay. kind of sponsored there. They they broke a lot of rules just letting me in because like. They really weren't all that sure that I wasn't using anymore, and <laughs> and, 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 and I still kind of was, but I was really trying not to. I really yeah, was trying not yeah. to. I get that space. Yeah, I've been there. And then there's a difference in in using and trying not to, and just like with reckless flat abandon, out, like, go, flat out, like yeah, I am using falls out. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, some yeah. days I would be kind of like detoxing, and then some days I would be not retoxing. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, <laughs> one day we uh, we went to a, a I think I think it was a Wednesday night service and uh, I, I I laid it down and uh, I I struggled one other time after that I I still had some stuff at the house and um, like I ended up throwing it away and I just you know of course you know I was still dip in and stuff like that they didn't want you know but anyways whatever uh yeah so i ended up getting clean and um just like get going all in you know what i mean like full mm-hmm. on into church and everything and then uh, so i graduated uh that was my 12th grade year i i, I did it at that private school and um they were like they had had me speak at a function, uh, a couple of church things, uh, previously, and uh, they started you know calling me preacher boy and this and that and stuff. Yeah. And, and a lot of them, uh, people in the church were like, "Dude, like you're getting out of school, you ought to go to uh, this seminary." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna go to regular college." What's and- their policy on quarter pounds of marijuana? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i uh so yeah you, you go you end up I, going there i ended up going and by this time i'm like i'm hardcore you know what i mean i'm like i'm knocking doors and inviting people to church and oh, like, shit. like uh spreading the so gospel you lay, you like laying the, hands on people like you're pentecostal so oh, you speaking yeah. and praying over people in tongues and shit yeah yeah like the whole not like all of it you know what i'm saying like yeah witnessing and uh just so quick side note and don't don't just give me a short answer was it real or not real oh like you mean like the, the did did you think um like the gift you of were tongues what are you talking about? just just the whole experience like was was all that like legit god yeah. stuff was doing through you or like you were just like you know flubbing it playing a role playing so, a yeah. role to 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 a degree you know <clears throat> Uh, when you go that hard into something, you're you're drinking some amount of Kool Aid, I think. Yeah, and and and, mm. and I I was, but you, but you wouldn't have drank if the well was empty, right? And so like my life had like made a complete flip, 
and uh, like I was just I was happier, and uh, I did. I had this this burden to like you know save the world and shit. You okay, know? no, yeah, I was just wondering. Keep going. And um, oh, I, I I wanted to be an evangelist, and um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, first year went really well. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, I didn't have drugs anymore and a lot of the other drama that comes with that but but uh this bible college provided plenty of fodder for uh shenanigans and stuff uh there was i kind of had one of my new addictions was um uh pranking so yeah (laughs) oh my god like just elaborate so i was always either like scheming something up waiting for something to uh unfurl or uh dealing with some fallout from some prank you know <laughs> that's awesome what was, what was the worst bar none the worst one you did oh man i, I mean i used to do really messed up stuff give me like, the most messed up one take dead animals okay. and stuff them in, <laughs> into the vents oh that's a good one and turn the heat on and leave oh. Just really messed up stuff. Uh, Me and P head through a um, like. Did y'all throw the pig? Oh yeah. That was y'all. That was us. Nice. Yeah, that was awesome. What happened? Uh, uh, Yeah, you tell him. We um we cut up a pig in our biology class, like a pig fetus. And when we were done, when the teacher wasn't looking, we threw it up in the ceiling in our biology class. You know that broke through like (laughs) months later. And just like splatted on a desk, yeah. didn't it? Something yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. were just having That's class. Incredible. They were just having class, yeah. and that bitch just randomly just fell through the ceiling and like splatted all over this person. It was like it was legendary. Best case scenario. Yeah, it was yeah. legendary. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know how I didn't get kicked out. Like, um, I would do stuff like uh, urinate in all the irons, like you know, for ironing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so they're steaming with oh god and like oh my god so so I had done it in all, in all, my own dorms and it sat there and sat there for like a while and uh, I I had done it up into an, another dorm a dorm that was upstairs and one night they come pouring into our dorm from upstairs and they're like oh my god it's so bad it's so bad <laughs> and, and they they figured it out already that somebody had to piss in the iron and like anyway somebody was in there trying to do their clothes and like i mean screwed the whole like it just it's rank it was so bad and they come down there and it, you know everybody in my dorm they're just laughing their asses off and i'm sitting there thinking i hope y'all still think this is funny later you know <laughs> well, uh, some of the other dorms had found it, and and nothing nothing really made it back up the chain, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to anybody of any consequence until one of my dorm mates uh, got up one morning and went to iron his clothes. Now it had marinated in this iron for over a week now. Uh, that is disgusting. This dude, That's so gross, in his boxers with just a t-shirt on now. You know how Pentecostals are. That's you don't go out and you don't go outside. Like, In they don't common wear. Yeah, <laughs> he jerks the iron out the wall and storms outside, straight across the campus, straight into the superintendent's office, 
and stands over him shaking this iron full of piss and says <laughs> and he's like they, they say he was like red in the face and spitting and stuff and he was like look at this look at this and he's shaking it and it like spills on him like on the so like i'm sitting in class and uh his son-in-law to, the superintendent's son-in-law to be was like my best friend and he come, he was sitting next to me he came into class late and he sat down and he goes i know you don't lie Mike, but if you want to stay here, you're gonna you're gonna do it, cause uh, there's a short list of people that they <laughs> whose head they want to put on a chopping block, and, you're and your name is it's it's in with the five it, like the main five people that they sure did this, and uh, I'm like oh no, cause I was real good at like not telling the truth but not lying, or so I thought. I guess that's a lie anyway, but like. I was really skilled at like... It was either you, Adolf, or Mussolini. So you need to get your facts straight. Oh, yeah, and they're talking about a DNA test, and he had all the, all this stuff. Anyway. Come on, son. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. no. Well, anyway, they end up calling me. I get called into the office, of course, and uh, the superintendent's sitting across from me, and he's like, so, uh, and so my buddy Nick, his son-in-law-to-be, had already kind of covered for me and told him, I-, I think it was apple juice, man. I really think it was. I mean, I don't know, but so he told me to go in there and tell him it's apple juice. But this man of God is sitting across from me, and and though I know he wants nothing more than for me to tell him that it was just apple juice that had spilled on him, I told <laughs> when he, I I, I I I couldn't lie to him, and uh, yeah, so I spent a lot of my time there, like. Painting and doing work and stuff like that. Uh, paid a lot of fines and uh, yeah. Anyways, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, I would do stuff like put poison ivy in people's beds. Oh, that's uh, just that's that's, that's fucked, fucked up. up. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of what we did. What we paper, did at St. Chris. I would like tear the wings and like legs off of most of the legs off of a wasps. And like put them in people's beds. Fuck Good up stuff. Lord, like, dude. Yeah. Damn. Like uh, I, and then just silly asinine stuff. Like uh, take a toilet that had been taken out and that was sitting by the dumpster and like carry it into somebody's room and like drop a deuce in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, you know, put put nair in the shampoo. And one time, Good Lord. the one that I, I, I don't know how they didn't kick me out over it. Well, I mean, I had kind of got permission in a way. One of the, uh, the dorm director that was there, he had gone to the Bible college and he, uh, so like he enjoyed a good prank too. And like, we were sitting down one day, and he was like, "So, man, you uh, wait. This is the dean. Who'd you say? Yeah, or the this dorm? is that's like the, the dorm director. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And he's like, dude, he's like level with me. Like, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Just he's like, he starts telling me some old pranks that they did and some classic stuff. And uh, he's like, dude, just I, I know you got something cooking. You always do. Tell tell me what you're gonna do next. And I was like, all right, dude. So I've gone to the hardware store already, and I've gotten a bunch of hose, and uh, like some thin hose that I can connect into the toilets. And at midnight, I'm gonna go, or you know, when nobody's in there, I'm gonna go in and hook up all the men's restrooms to where when they flush the toilet, <laughs> it'll spray them. 
Is, uh, is that possible? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's like a feat of of engineering. I mean, that's, that's that's a lot of work. And they they ended up doing it on the Man Show. Like years later, I saw where they were showing you how to do that. But like I had just was like, there's got to be some way to make the toilet spray you. And I opened up the back of it, and there's like a hose that goes down. And like when you flush it, it oh yeah, 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 and okay. it's like, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, dude, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Like it'll shoot across a room. Yeah. So I, I go and I, I anyway I told him about this, and his name was Kip, and uh, he was like. Dude, that is that is awesome. That is like one of the best that I've ever heard. He's like, if you could pull that off, he's like, dude, dude, you okay? Look, you gotta make sure you get Chad. So like, this was this was somebody that like you know he had pranks with before, and he want he was like, just make sure you get if you don't get anybody else's dorm, get his. I did, and I got I did them all. And, um, I happened to, I got to be in there when some of the people got it. And, uh, I mean, people praying and praying through to Jesus in the bathroom and stuff. I was, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> one guy, he did it on one end of the hall and he comes out, he's all wet and he's like, <laughs> and he, he's still half awake and he, he walks down to the other end of the hall and <laughs> does it again. Anyways. Oh dude, we were at... <clears throat> We were at, uh, I was at this lockdown, like, psych ward, um, detox. It was when I was at Morris Village in South Carolina waiting to go to the Owl's Nest. Oh. Dude. What a great place to be. That place is fucking horrible, dude. And. I know. And, like, people in there are, like, legit, they're either from prison or they're, like, real deal, Holyfield, like, unbalanced, like, cuckoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so there's one dude in our pod, we had different pods, uh, who was just like the craziest one, dude. And like he didn't say nothing except he would talk to himself and everybody just knew knows that dude's fucking nuts. Don't mess with him. And somehow a little prank war started breaking out in a detox unit, which is like, come on, man. Uh, and no. so this dude, you, we just hear a, a like, oh my God! <laughs> and like this dude <laughs> walks out. Head to toe covered in shaving cream. Fucking covered. Covered, covered, covered. He was napping. And he was like, I'm gonna break legs. I'm gonna break legs around here. And that shut down that shut down when we caught um this little like sixteen year old kid uh who had like abused cough medicine to a level I've I've yet to seen be matched and he was just completely perma fried and just crazy and like talked to uh, spirits and oh, shit. Yeah. We caught him thank God somebody woke up in the middle of the night. Uh we caught him pouring bleach into the communal Kool Aid. Damn he no, tried to like uh, ice us all down, dude. Yeah, that's not a prank oh, No dude, yeah he, he like was like trying to murder us all. Damn. Like if if nobody would have seen him like Yeah nice. sketchy. Damn, son. So I'll wait. I want to get to the, what led to you going to St. Chris, that infamous night that culminated at the pharmacy. Can we speak on such things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that face was like, I don't know if y'all ready for this. Oh, it's heavy, man. I was full-blown dumbass mode, and I had been for a while. Um, so... Uh, this is how I met him because he like showed up 
I'd been in St. Chris for a minute in this fucking like baggy pants wearing like just you were just a weird dude when I saw you wearing like a Megadeth <laughs> shirt or something, some kind of or or like a cradle of filth shirt or something, and you were just you told me this story. I was like, so what brought you here? So it started one January. And it culminated, well, I mean, the drinking, I stayed drunk pretty much for like over four years. The only time that I was sober was, you know, uh, when I woke up in jail and actually spent a little bit of time in there, which started to happen a lot. But, um, yeah, just, yeah, uh, I was staying pretty, pretty messed up and, um, just whatever I could get my hands on, you know, it was intravenous or you know crack or, or um, just you know all kind of pills and just whatever I mean whatever I could get and uh, so I was spending most of my money on drugs and yet I was I had to maintain this level of drinking that had gotten pretty pretty high the tolerance had gone pretty high and uh, I got off of work one day. I didn't have any money. It didn't matter because the liquor stores close at... That's such a recipe for the town is about to get shit on and robbed if, if an oh, addict yeah. doesn't have any money. Yeah, no no money. Oh, yeah. I'm jonesing. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling shaky. And uh, I had been drunk earlier that day, but, like, you know, on a maintenance level, you know, enough to work. And um, anyway, I got off of work and, like... I just, I need a drink. And, um, so didn't have any money to go and buy beer or wine or any of that stuff. And, um, I really just wanted some liquor and I, I drove by and, you know, in Texas, the, the liquor stores close at nine and that's the only place you can get it. And it was after nine and, um, I, but I pulled in by the liquor store, and I was like, man, fuck these people, you know? I was like, I, I, I'm getting me some fucking liquor. <laughs> so I, I rode around and I, I, in the parking lot, and I, I was like, man, there's like, there's like a Randall's over here off to the side. Like, it's a grocery store there in Texas, or, or was, or whatever, anyway. And there's people, like, shopping. There's people, like, going in and out of it and stuff, and, like... There's, there's a few other stores that haven't closed in this little strip, kind of a mall thing. And um, I just, I was like, fuck it, man. And uh, I picked up some landscaping rocks. Because uh, regular city rocks don't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Texas. This is Texas. And uh, I drove up and I parked to where like my, the front of my car would be behind a pillar you know, thinking maybe a camera wouldn't see or whatever. And I got out, smashed a window. It makes and, a noise every time you put your hand on the table. And, and I ran in and just started loading my car up. And uh, I, I really didn't get a whole lot, you know, because there's, like, people watching. The bells are going off and shit, you know, the alarm <laughs> and stuff. And so, like, <laughs> you know, my adrenaline's pumping. Like, I'm just, like, anyway. So I grabbed a bunch of wild turkey and Nobody whatnot. expects a smash and grab at, like, 9.25 p.m. That's, like, an odd time <laughs> the for the smash. The light's still kind of yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people are still at soccer practice. Like... <laughs> And all the while, I'm consoling myself. Well, 
you know, like if I do get caught, I mean, I mean, how bad is it? Like I just <laughs> yeah. busted a window. I, I broke some glass and I took some liquor. You know, it's really not it that big of a deal. It seems innocent, but it's like the biggest deal in the criminal world. Like they look so <laughs> badly upon that. I'm like, you know, I, I'm thinking, okay. Anyway, so I haul ass back home and I run upstairs and my buddy was staying with me at the time and I run upstairs in, in my room and I'm like, dude, check it out. And he's like, you're fucking crazy. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I, you know, and I told, I told myself, he was like, well, you got away with it this time, but I wouldn't do that anymore. And this is coming from somebody that would go with me down all the lanes of like apartment complexes in the middle of the night. And we would hit every car. <laughs> like unloading them like just just yeah. like not giving a fuck and this dude's telling me i'm dumb for what i did <laughs> and i'm like uh yeah i'm not i'm not gonna do it again well i guess maybe a week or so went by and i ended up in the same predicament you know spent all my money on drugs and i need a drink it's awesome and so i did it again and after that, it started being like I would just be out somewhere on some side of Houston or in a you know one of the neighboring counties, just wandering it, about. It's like the worst thing that happens at a casino is if you win, because then you're like, oh yeah, I can do this all the time. Oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just it works for smashing. Three p.m. Yeah, three p.m. on a Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's what it's turned into. You know, I'm just driving through some little town or something. I'm like, oh, there's a liquor store with no bars on the windows. And um, uh, just, you know, smash and grab. We all have, whatever, man. We all had our cell phones on. Sorry. So this goes on for, for until April. April 28th, to be exact. Um, but... Come, cl- coming closer to the end of it, I was getting pretty balls out, like just, um, I, you know, I thought I couldn't get caught, you know what I mean? Like I'd gotten away with it so many times yeah. to just, you know, and, and now my, cause I'm getting it free, it, you know, my alcohol consumption was just like skyrocketed out of control. I'm, you know, like over a half a gallon and stuff uh on a regular day that's so much you know and yeah that, that makes and, me vomit just thinking about it, it it was just it was out of control man it was out of, it was out yep. of control and um anyway so i was kind of in a not a i would spend most of my days mostly coherent but like you know pretty fucked up wasn't keeping a job at this point <laughs> And I had, uh, but I, I had some people that I could do work for that would kind of tolerate it, in a way. Uh, he, one of them, he, we, we did stuff together, you know, like we got drunk and got high together a little bit. But he always kept his shit together. But uh, he used to be a cop, and I would show up at work, uh, you know, because I did, I did like remodeling and stuff, and he would be like, "All right, come over here," and you know, he'd do an eye stagmus test on me and be like, "Dude, don't touch a fucking saw." Like get the broom, okay? Like that's that's what you do today. You sweep. And um anyways, uh to get to the night in question. So I had increasingly uh, 
There was about a week of time where I was just basically, for the most part, especially during the nights, just in a complete blackout. And uh, anyway, I had hit a bunch of places in one night, hit a few places in one night. And uh, I was like, anyway, so a few days went by and I was like, I, I, I'm done with that. I need to, I need to stop. And, uh, you know, of course, I was low on the drink. The stash was running out. And I was like, one more, one more time. But this time I'm going to go big and I'm going to get, you know. And yeah. so uh, I went and I just started Eventually, hitting. you got to start planning your, your heist for, like, something that'll last you. Like, it's got to be a big one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> after a few small, that was my, my last thing I was going to do was rob a bank. That was, that was, that was the next step. So I was like, I, I, I went and I hit a liquor store and, you know, the alarms are going off and everything. And at this point I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I got a pretty good little haul, you know, uh, cigars and lottery tickets too and stuff. And I, I don't know, whatever. So, but mostly, you know, you know that, you know, they don't work if you just steal them like that. Mostly, mostly, uh, <laughs> they have to be registered. <laughs> I didn't get the chance to find out, but, um, so I'm thinking, all right. The cops are about to show up here, and it'll be busy. You know, I mean, like, they'll be busy. So I hit another place a little while later, and um, that same night, and uh, I'm thinking, well, now they're really busy. So I that's, went to another place. His logic is sound. And yeah, uh, I was going to say, it's not dumb. Now, yeah. the the night you're talk, you would talk about with the, with the pharmacy, that was uh, actually a few nights before when I'd hit... Well, a, just, just conglomerate them for, for story's sake. I, I had hit three or four places this one night, and I hit a liquor store, and then I drove across... I, I was driving out of there, and I see, you know, this pharmacy sign, and it's, Oh, so you didn't get caught for this initially? No. You, oh, yeah. Listen to this shit. It's a 24-hour pharmacy, and I'm like... I thought that's what, like, got you arrested. That's, I'm like... You were ridiculous. And really, my initial thought was... <laughs> You're my, ridiculous. Like, I was just in a place that had a bunch of cigarettes, but I was just... I don't know. I wasn't okay, thinking. Okay, yeah. And so I, you, you went to the pharmacy. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going in to get. I think I was going in to get... I don't know. But I went in, and I went directly to the back and promptly jumped over the counter... And people are freaking out in the pharmacy. Yeah, dude. And uh, people are working there. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 24 hour joint, you know. And um, oh, I, I look geez. over, and I see because they had a drive through window, and they just had all these bags. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of this stuff's locked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like locked down. You know, like yeah. But I see yeah. all these bags made up by the window, and uh, there was like four or five bags. Or so, and I just, you know, I guess waiting for people to come by and pick their order up, and uh, I just ran and snatched them up, and I, but you know, people are like, oh, screaming and shit, jump over the counter. I got this <laughs> arm full of like who knows what, right? But like, it's like Christmas, you know. Did what I'm you saying? say you'll never catch me alive, coppers, on your way out? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm running out towards the door, and on the way out, I'm like, I need cigarettes. So Did I go back in. Oh, no, I didn't. Go, I never Tell left. Tell me you don't go back. You in. never left. I jumped oh. over the other counter in the front and started just grabbing cigarettes, like 
Like, that's... are there people behind the counter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I like, guess right it's like nobody behind the counter. I guess it's really like in that situation, dude. Nobody knows what to fucking do when you, this, like, especially like. I'm sure I look so, pretty crazy. That's what oh I'm saying. God. Some like five, six, squirrely white man just dove over the counter. Like, I'm gonna leave him be. You know what I'm saying? And Good so, lord! And you would think I could just like grab a bunch of cartons, but I didn't do that. I'm like, did you pull in the, you, the individual oh. packages and shit? <laughs> One at I, a so time. I've got like all this arms <laughs> full. I'm like trying to climb back over the counter with all this shit. I like roll over on it, and like packs are falling off on the ground and shit. People are screaming, and uh, I run out the door, throw this stuff in my car, and hauled ass. Anyways, but I had hit a few places that night too. And uh, mostly, in, in, that's when Xanax came into play too, right? Because oh, yeah, you got was, some Xanax from, oh, I from had the been pharmacy. On, I had been staying on the Xanax yeah. already. Well, been. that's well, that's, oh, that's a vital yeah, part yeah, of the story because that's blackout. just criminality in pill form. Oh yeah, that like oh my that gosh, whole, yeah. that whole time like I, I was always either on like at the time it was most like I would kind of like there's a lot of OxyContin and Xanax. But uh, the Xanax was... Xanax was, sh- Xanax was my shit. Yeah. The Z- and the Xanax and alcohol together, it's like when you think of doing something stupid... You just do it. There, yeah. there's, there's no more uh, oh, that, yeah. little, that little there's no gap where, where it's like, mm-hmm. I should rob a bank. No, that's stupid, man. That's gone. It's just, I should rob a bank. Therefore, rob a bank. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. Like, just yeah. instant dumbass. Yeah. There's not even an I should rob a bank. It's just rob bank. Rob yes. bank. Yeah. Literally, well, there's yeah. not even a... Yeah, there's not even a rob bank. It's just you just come to, and you are in the process yeah, of no robbing No internal bank. dialogue <laughs> yeah. between <laughs> How did I fucking get here? Yeah, man. So, we're, all right, we're getting close on time. Okay, so. Give me, give me the. So, it, that last, that, that last night that I was out uh, doing, that I went, I, uh, I kept hitting places, and I was just like, every time I hit a place, I was like, well, you know, the cops are way busy now. And, um. <laughs> single-handedly keeping them employed yeah so like i'm like i'm thinking and every couple of places that i would go i was taking whatever my loot was and dropping it off at the house so i had uh anyways i ended up at, I'm, I'm pretty sure grand theft auto like copied his life to figure out oh, yeah, like how to model sure. their games i'm at this store and i'm not sure what it is but for, I, I don't know. At the time, I was thinking maybe I thought it was a liquor store. I don't know. I wasn't thinking it was a music store. Yeah, but it turned out to be a music store. It turned out to be a music store, and um, I, 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 so Jeez. I'm, but I'm working on this door already, and so you know, <clears throat> I'm like pounding on it with giant ass rocks, and this is a tough ass door, you know, like this, this just not giving in. So, I, I, I bust some glass out finally. God damn, it was tough glass, and I, and I, 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 and he would dirt would know, he would know. Yeah, dirt knows glass. Dirt knows. Listen, uh, corporations out there, if you're looking for someone to point out um, holes in your security, dirty is available for hire as a consult. So I, I lean in to look at, you know, I see all these instruments, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. I, you know, like I could play violin. Yeah, it's violins and guitar. <laughs> I've always wanted a violin, but they're like five thousand dollars. You know, who who has that? <laughs> Not tonight. Tonight only. They are free. <laughs> right. So I'm like, yes. So um, it, finally, an oboe. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm totally psyched at this point. I'm so psyched that as I'm leaning into the glass, 
I don't realize that I have stabbed myself. I'm leaning on the broken glass. Like, that's how fucked uh, up I am uh, at this point. And, like, I, yep. pu- I pull my hand back off of the glass. Ugh. And it comes out, and there's just blood squirting on the door and shit. And, like, I got this rowdy asshole in my hand and in my arm. And I'm like, fuck this door. So... I'm like, okay, oh, I know. Like, so I go and get one of the three guns out of my car, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, you know, it always works in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, they shoot the lock and it, and then it kicked the door open. So I shot the lock, uh, emptied the clip, and like bullet spatters like cut my face now and shit, and I'm really pissed off. I get, oh my god! So I get another gun out and. <laughs> I unload it. You know, when you break into a lot of cars, you end up with a lot of guns. So I shot the door with all of them. Then I got a rifle out, shot the door with all of them. I'm, I'm, and I'm like, you know what? All right. And just congregation, if this was any other person, I would cry foul. I would cry bullshit. But like, this is the gospel truth. Like this occurred on this earth. Like this is a real. This level of dumbassery is real. Like. Yeah. Thank God the cops never caught you in the act. You no. would be a dead man. Oh, no, for sure. They would shoot you dead. For the sure. cops pull up dirty. Can you motherfuckers hold on? I'm trying to get this door open, please. <laughs> in Conroe, Texas, yes, you would be dead. Yeah. So. Uh, so the rifle doesn't work. So then I like, I'm like, wait a minute. I have tools for this shit because I do remodeling and demo work and stuff. So I'm like, why didn't I think of this? So. I get a pry bar and a hammer, you know, the shit that makes more sense. And I finally get the door open and uh, a lot of things make more sense than unloading your four, uh, firearms into the, <laughs> the music store. Yeah. So I get in and I'm, spe- I like, I'm speechless. Yeah. I like, I'm like, Ooh, this guitar is nice. And this guitar is nice. So my car is squatted down <laughs> at this point with like, Five violins, three or four violas, a saxophone was in there. I'm surprised you didn't hit like a pet store just for good measure. Like got a couple chinchillas <laughs> up in that bitch. Like, <laughs> and like I had this, there was this ant that was in there and it was massive. Like I really needed help getting it out. <laughs> but, but, but did you, oh God, I wish, hey man, can you help me out here? He called somebody, hey, I'm on the, Come on down. I need some help getting this amp out of this music yeah. stuff. But of course, my, my buddy Jack Daniels was like, we got this. You know, we got yeah. this. So I get this thing in the trunk somehow, and I could barely shut it. Like <laughs> And like, it's just, it's just squatted down with shit. And uh, I made it back to the house and uh, unloaded all that stuff. I carried that giant amp. Somehow I got it upstairs. And uh, which is funny because uh, later the, the the it's one of the things that made the cops sure that I, I had, had an accomplice, accomplice. and because uh, they were like it, <laughs> it took three grown men to carry that downstairs, no way you carried that upstairs. Never like, underestimate drunken gorilla strength. For like, real, that stuff that is a real phenomenon. Yeah, and, and uh, so anyway, I unload all this stuff in the house, and I'm I'm like okay, I'm done. No more, no more. And I sit down and I'm sipping on some Knob Creek, you know, this giant ass bottle of it. And I'm, I mean, mind you, I don't know what's going on already. I got a shirt tied around my hand so that I'm not bleeding out. Um, 
and uh, sitting on the porch steps, and it, I was like, hey, you know, this, this is, this is like really gonna be my last night, right? I was like, gotta do it big, gotta do it big. So like, because that wasn't big. No, and, and so now, like, like I said, they're really busy now. <laughs> they got to be so busy with the other places I've hit. There, I probably won't even see a cop anywhere in in the county tonight. So I load back up in the car and uh, head down the road. And um, I pull out. I get to the feeder of 45. And I get, I go, I'm going down the feeder. And uh, I pass a parking lot, like a tractor supply place or whatever. And I look over. And there's cops from a neighboring city there. Like three city police. I'm like, oh, shit. I pass the next parking lot, which is not far from there, and there's police officers from Shenandoah mm -hmm. and from, like, Oak Ridge. And, like, every place I pass, there's, like, police from other counties and other cities that have, like, just... Converged. Yes. They had Good just... Nice. Yeah. They had put together, like, a task force to get my ass. So... I'm like, this is fucked. This is this is fucked. They, they, there's too many of them to all be busy now. Yeah. Yes. It, it's time to cut my losses and go home. So at this point, I'm praying, Lord, let me make it home, and I will never do this again. And uh, I I turn on to off of the feeder onto another road that's and I'm I'm not even two miles from my my house at this point. And uh, they're doing construction on the road there, and there's somebody stopped in the road, and I pull up, and then there's I, there's a cop in front of him, like in the center, like in the uh, turn lane, and um, I'm like, fuck, you know, and it's, it's, it says Hempstead on the side. Now, that's like 50 miles from where I live. To give you an idea of what they brought Jeez. into Conroe to get my ass, like, so I, I'm like, oh, shit, man. So I sit there for a minute, like, cause the cops looking like he's about to pull out. He was like part way out in the street, and I'm like, okay, just go. But he doesn't. He doesn't go. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go. So I go around him and I go, and he pulls out, but he's kind of following me, but not really. Like, and I'm thinking, well, no lights are on, and I'm praying even harder, Lord, just let me make it home. And uh, I was a couple of stone throws away from being at my house when. Uh, when the lights came on and uh, uh no yeah so <clears throat> anyways uh yeah the cops you know i'm very I'm, I'm pretty compliant actually for being pretty fucked up although well let, let's cliffhanger that and find out what happened to dirty on part three and now a quick word from our sponsors Great. Well, it's uh, it's Jay here with our first Patreon, Tyler Paulson. Tyler, why don't you tell the congregation hello? Hey guys. It's well, thanks thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Um, I know Tyler uh, is is a model um, churchgoer and helps out with his youth group, so he has to go in just a second. But I did want to ask a couple questions, Tyler. First, Tyler, how'd you find us? Uh, actually, because of Jed in the BC Club. Okay. He he was promoting there, and 
sounded like you guys are doing some interesting stuff, so I thought I'd check it out. Awesome. Thanks, man. Well, um, so what has been your favorite episode so far? Ooh, um, probably, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but the daughter of the alcoholics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good, that was a solid one. I think that was our first, like, handful of episodes. It was six or seven. Yeah, it was pretty early. Um, cool, so why, you know, why part with your hard-earned money to support our uh, meandering crazy ass podcast well it's something that i've found interesting because i don't know much about the recovery world and hearing those stories are interesting and i've always liked stuff that i haven't dealt with hearing that side of things so i can learn what other people are going through awesome cool man well i'm glad that we could um you know shed some light on that uh we certainly have some interesting stories i'll definitely say that um, cool. So la- last question, because I know you have to go. Um, who is your favorite host and why is it me? <laughs> that is fantastic. I don't know. I like both of you because uh, I am more leaning towards the sarcasm side, sure. being an electrician oh, okay, and in the cool. construction field. Right on. But you seem to bring things back to the center quite a bit, which is <laughs> helpful. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Well, again, thank you so, so, so much for supporting us. We really do appreciate it. And, um, you know, keep in touch. We're around. Sounds good. Awesome, Tyler. Thanks so much, man. Yep. All right, bye. Bye.